Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I am your host, Amar. And before you get started, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. Now, expert series, I have a very good friend of mine. His name is David Jaquetta. I just pronounced his last name for the first time correctly. David <laughs> runs. First off, David went from ba- basement dweller to a five-month figure month traveling entrepreneur. He runs coaching and consultant businesses that helps business owners build profitable leadership habits to crush it in today's world, personality, and professionally. He also aims to inspire others to become the heroes of their own story and go after the life they deserve. Welcome to the Leaders Life Podcast, David. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well today, brother. Thanks for having me. Man, I, I mean, I'm glad we uh, we finally got this going. Uh, just to kind of give the listeners a little background, David, I met David uh, through the Rob Dial coaching program where David was just an amazing, um, just amazing leader. And from there, he ended up doing some stuff on the side with, with a mutual friend, Simon. And then you did some stuff with LinkedIn. And then you've just been doing so much. And the cool thing about David is that he's the one of the few people, and he doesn't even know I'm going to say this right now, that I've never heard one person say anything negative about. And that is just a good dude right there. So I just want to tell you right off the bat, man, I'm proud to have you on here. And why don't you tell the listeners who you are and kind of in your own words? Yeah. So first off, what an introduction. I appreciate that. And every time I speak with you, I feel like the energy is so high. So I hope everyone can already feel this already because we're going to be here today. But oh yeah, uh, yeah, my name is David Jaquetta. I'm from Canada and I'm somebody who owns a coaching and consulting business. But really, I'm somebody who's an adventure seeker and I'm really somebody who loves being outdoors and just just being curious about life. I think that that's something that... Um, I've always had within me. And it's something that's really drove me to figure out who I am as a person, try and figure out why I'm here and how I can impact other people on a bigger level. So I've built the business. Like you said, I went through Rob Dow's coaching program, met some amazing people in that coaching program, including you. And that really set me on the trajectory here to be doing what I'm doing today, where I own a business now where I get to live my life on my terms and I get to travel and, you know, just have some fun, but also create an impact in the world. Yeah, bro. And I talk about it all the time on this podcast where I bring up guests, whether they were for the program or not, like it's important to surround yourself around important people. And I know I'll give a shout out to our dude Bryce, because I know he's, he's a good buddy of yours that you've met through there. And uh, you know, so it's just the fact that the fact of the matter is, is that you've taken community and utilized it and now it's a part of your business so can you just please emphasize the importance of community because with Rob Dial's program and other programs I mean we all jam out we all root for each other so in David's words why is community number one to you because I know you're like me like it's community one finances afterwards Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, we've all heard it before. Like it's all about the people who you surround yourself with, but if we want to talk about like Rob's program, like before I joined that, I didn't have anybody in my life who was doing what I wanted to be doing. And so when I did join that community and I was around like-minded people, they really changed the way that I thought about the world. And 
you know, I, I love all of the people that I have back home, but they were doing some different things than what I wanted to do. And so I needed to surround myself with people who were that high vibe energy who wanted to make an impact in the world. And I think when you're surrounded by those people, it, it brings you up to a higher standard. It makes you live to stronger values, beliefs, and morals or whatever that may be. So um, community is everything to me, man. Yeah, man. And, and I mean, I've seen I've seen your growth since day one and to see you where you were to right now, it's amazing. But people don't know where you were. I, I mentioned in the intro that you lived in your, you know, in your parents' basement. You started like from, from the ground. But the cool thing about this was you didn't give a shit about ego. You just kept your head up. The same David right now that's successful is the same David that was in his parents' uh, basement. So just share your story about that and how, where most people get discouraged that, oh, I got to, you know, I'm in my 20s, 30s, I'm back at home, I'm sitting in my basement, but you sucked it up and then look at you now. So please share your story, man. Yeah, so this is, it's made me into who I am today, absolutely. But it, it kind of starts back before that where I feel like, you know, we all go through some sort of struggle in our lives. And for me, that was my dad actually was get he got arrested. And there was a huge thing that kind of happened with my family where things really broke apart. And at that time in my life, I was a high level hockey player. And so my identity was very tied into being a hockey player. And that started to fall through when I wasn't as passionate about playing the game anymore, because there was some stuff going on in my life that was taking me away from that. And as I went through this, this tough period in my life, I really got into using drugs and alcohol. And it was something that I, I felt like I reached my rock bottom. And from that rock bottom, I had two choices. It was, do I want to sit here and, you know, throw a pity party for myself and understand that the world's against me? Or am I going to use my rock bottom as my launching pad? And that honestly set me on this trajectory to just understanding who I am and why I'm here. And so I, I had got to this point where I, I was just working on myself. I was living in my parents' basement and COVID hit. And I knew that I wanted to share my message with the world. And so I, I made this Instagram account that changed my life forever. And things really started coming together for me. And I didn't care if people saw the, the pink insulation behind me while I was filming. <laughs> my videos. Um, if you look back on my account, you'll see like I, I'm in my basement, like there's no light, like it was, I was just speaking my truth. I was trying to share my story. I wanted to help one person out there. And I was really thinking beyond myself at that point. And then, you know, once I, once I did join Rob's program was when things really started to take off for me. And I started, you know, being able to support myself financially. But when I was, when I was in that position and I just wanted to help people and I was filming those videos um, in the basement, I think one thing that a lot of people struggle with is seeing past their, their current circumstances and being able to truly see that vision that they have for themselves. And for me, I, I knew that I had this vision and I needed to be the leader of that vision. And so, you know, it's, it's really hard to do sometimes for people when we have this vision on our hearts and there's no one supporting that yet. And can you be the leader and go after that vision, even when there's no one following it. And so ultimately what happened was I needed to be a leader for myself first. And when I started doing that, that's when things really started to change for me. That's when the ripple effect started to happen in my life for my 
friends, my family, my community, and then ultimately my profession where I get to impact the world today. So um, that's kind of how we got here in the Cole's Notes version. But yeah. Uh, that Thank you so much for sharing that. And the, the, the cool thing about it was that you were just honest about what happened to your dad. And then you talked about drugs and alcohol. And in 2023, it's sad, but addiction has increased 300% yeah. depression and, and I mean, suicide, unfortunately, just a lot, a lot of, you know, negative stats when it comes down to the addiction world or just harming yourself. I'll leave it like that. But you were taking the drugs and alcohol. When did you realize that that was the problem? Because there's listeners right now that are numbing themselves or taking, taking some substance because they feel that that's what they need to calm down, relax, take it easy. What is your advice to that person that was David two, five years ago, whatever it was, and how can they necessarily just get off of that hump or get out of that, like that fog, as they like to say? Yeah, I think that's a really powerful question. I think that if you're stuck in that fog and you're using those things as kind of that crutch right now, for me, it was, it was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, Hey, if I'm not able to just be myself, am I, am I happy with me without the, the drugs and alcohol? And so for me, it was, it was understanding, like, I want to live my life and be me. And if I'm not happy with me, then I need to start to change things in my life to the point where I am happy with myself. And so what does that look like? It looks like doing the things that are fulfilling for you, finding out who you are as a person, what your values are, what your beliefs are, what your morals are, what do you stand by? And then going out and being that leader for yourself. And it's not hard. I'm not going to sit. I mean, it's not easy. Excuse me. I'm not going to sit here and say that it was, it was a one and done thing for me. It was, it was a lot of, you know, failing, picking myself back up. And I think that if you're always willing to stand back up that one extra time, that one time that you do stand back up is going to be the time that you do it forever. Yeah, man. I love that answer. And I love pretty much what you're saying is that you just got to accept who you are and where people feel like, Hey, I can't fit in. Let me have this drink. Or, you know what? Let me take this pill. Let me take uh, some drugs essentially, because I don't know how to be myself without that feeling. And I hear that all the time unfortunately and i appreciate you sharing that because at the end of the day you got to be you and your business will um you know your business is your mirror and they'll see that in your business they'll see that in your life so yeah no i appreciate that and as i said a lot of people are going to resonate but i know like what's so cool about this is that i know he has a waiting list going on but he has a program uh, called learn to lead and I'm excited about Learn to Lead. But before we get into Learn to Lead, as a business owner, because myself, I mean, you and I, you know, you know my story, you know what's going on. But like for me, it took me, well, after I did a mastermind to finally understand that my mindset, even though I was a successful businessman, was terrible when it came down to business, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Can you? Because I know that's your expertise, that's your specialty, that's that's who you serve. Can you elaborate on even the people who are doing well in business? Why? How important it is to maintain that steady level of positive mindset, and why? Why is it important? Oh, I love this. It is. It is so important. Honestly, 
I realized that your mindset is absolutely everything. And it's your approach to life because the way that we think and the story that's going on in our head, that impacts the way that we show up to the world. And the way that we show up to the world, that impacts our behaviors, the way that we interact with maybe our clients, the way that we interact with our employees. And also is the way that you interact with your friends, family, and community afterwards too, right? And so our mindset is the thing that's really the central driver to everything that kind of happens in our life. And, you know, this kind of reminds me of the story of when I was playing high level hockey and I was this, this hockey player for, for years and everyone kind of knew me back home as that. And I showed up to, to try out for the regional team one year that I had made the year before. And my mindset was off. My ego got into play there. And I was like, I don't need to, you know, do the things that I was doing before. I already, I got myself here and I ended up getting cut from that team. And that was maybe one of the biggest slaps in the face I had to learn at a very young age, which it was like, Hey, you got to be willing to, to show up and do the work. You can't let your mind think that you're better than everybody else. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past before you still need to be able to show up and do the work. And so whether that's, you know, going to perform in one area, whether that's working on yourself, we can never let that ego come into play and think that, you know, we don't need to keep on improving ourselves in some sort of way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ego, ego is, uh, ego can beat the devil. I mean, I've seen, I, I, I've had issues with that as well. So I love that you shared that. But also what's interesting is I always say this too, because uh, my kids, I, I shared there's been a story about my daughter, my daughter Harper, who she's not the fastest with soccer. She's not the strongest, but her mindset's on point. Mm. And because of that, she's actually, she was one of the best players on the team, even though she didn't have that, the, the talent. And I always say this, I don't care if you have the skill, I can teach you skill, but I need, you need to come in with the will. If you have the will, I'll teach you the skill. Even the same thing when I, when I coach coaches and mentors and stuff like that, I say that. I'm not worried about you not understanding what you need to do. I'm more worried about you showing up. And that's pretty much what you're saying. You didn't show up with, with the hockey. Is that what pretty much what you're saying? I did not show up. And, then, and it all started up here. Like I said before, like your mindset will impact the way that you show up to the world. And that was the thing that was off for me at that time. And I think that in today's world, it's really easy for us to get knocked off all the time, right? Like as a business owner, especially if you're doing some stuff on social media, we're in this constant comparison game all the time and we can get in our own head and it's challenging, right? So that mindset is really the, the tool and the key to success to it all. Now, I'm going to say this because I hear a lot of, I mean, over a thousand coaches, business owners have said this to me so many times. Oh, Omar, whatever you've been working on on yourself it's not that easy changing your mindset is not that easy obviously it's not easy but for somebody who has a shitty mindset right who's just negative nelly or debbie downer or whatever you the karens of the world I'll, I'll throw it all out there all, all the all the people who just have a shitty mindset because of their past experience because they got burnt in the past or they got cut from hockey and therefore they, they feel like they have the, I deserves it. Not that you have to deal with that, but what is your advice to those people who right now have that shitty mindset, want things to be better and just don't know where to start? 
I think that it starts off with understanding what you're in control of in your life and what you're not in control of. And I think for a very long time, I was focusing on the things that I wasn't in control of and it was messing with my head. And then I, I honestly, I wrote out a list of what do I control and what do I not control? And I started to focus on those things. And that really was the game changer for me. But the thing that I would say to those people right now is you hold the pen to your life story. It doesn't matter what happened in the beginning of this. What matters is, is that you're the one who controls the next chapters that get written. And so if you can take control of the things that you control and write those success chapters or the chapter that you start talking better to yourself or the chapter that you're more optimistic, you are in complete control of that. And it starts with you taking that autonomy in your life and understanding that, hey, I'm the person who gets the right to write the next chapters moving forwards. Yes, I love that. And I know how, I mean, we said it in your intro about pretty much be the hero of your own story. Or I, or I hear the term, be the author of your own story. Can you elaborate on what you mean by being the hero or being the author of your story? Absolutely. So this is kind of something that I learned from one of my famous or from one of my favorite authors, Donald Miller. And he talks about um, you're going to play four main characters in your life story. Number one is you're going to be a victim. Everything is going to feel like it's happening to you. Life is unfair and we're down on ourselves all the time. The next character that we play is our villain. Our villain. That's when we, we might be self-destructive. We're harming ourselves with our words, our actions, our behaviors, drugs and alcohol. The people who we hang out with, we're a villain to ourselves. And then there's a time where you take complete control of your life. And that's when you become your hero. You start to do things for yourself and you take control of your life story. And ultimately, when you've been the hero of your life story and you realize that things have really changed for you is when you become the guide. And the guide is when you want to help other people who are going through the same thing too. And so we've probably met thousands of guides now who are the heroes of their own story. But all of these people that we see today that are influential and impactful were the victim, villain, and the guide at one point too. That's a great, 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 great description. Of that. I've not heard that, believe it or not. I've not, I've, uh, I've, I've heard a different um, way of it, but I love the... I love how you broke it down about the victim and villain, especially because that's that's very common. We both we like we all played it though. Like I'm sure everybody listening right now can be like, I yeah, I, that's what I'm just like. Shit, what are you reading my story right now, dude? <laughs> it's relatable, but yeah, everyone's played that that role. And you know, for me, like even when I said that, I think about the time where I was the victim when I thought everything was against me, or when I was the villain and I was harming myself in some sort of way. And then that, that change and things really just turn around for you when you start to become that hero of your own story. No, I love that. And, you know, to be, once again, you have, as you said, you have full control of what you can control of your story. The other stuff, you don't have to, you don't have to focus on that. But now you being, you know, you specifically, David, you have crushed it, you know, paid your dues, you know, started from the bottom, obviously didn't complain. And now you're traveling. But, the, you know, a lot of myths, I'm going to say myths, I hear about business owners, because at the same time, I was this too. So let me be careful. I'm kind of being a hypocrite here. So business <laughs> owners, oh yeah, I'm calling myself out shit. I do it all the time. But the, uh, the thing about business owners is, and I've, I've, and I've been a victim of, victim of this, is I worked 60, 70 hours a week, right? And 
I've spoken to people and they're like, oh, you're a business owner? Yeah, that's 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 not the lifestyle I want. That's not the lifestyle I want. But they didn't realize that for me, by putting in the time and hour now, I then was able to give me, I'm going to say the word freedom and a enjoyable lifestyle today. For you, I know you paid your damn dues. I mean, it's shit, we've had millions of conversations, but what is your advice to that business owner right now who, or that inspiring business owner that wants to start their business, but they're just struggling right now with working 60, 70 hours a week? Yeah. So I've definitely been in that boat. And there's even some times where I still do that willingly sometimes too. And ultimately at the end of the day, it's like, how bad do you want it? Right. Um, Ryan Holiday is a famous author that I love too. And he says, your discipline will create your freedom. And so if you're struggling to do the work right now, are you really aligned with what you're trying to do? Because for me, when I got super clear on my why, and why I'm actually doing these, these activities or whatever it is, working 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week. Why am I actually doing that? And if you can get really clear on that and it's something that you're connected to, you're not going to see this as work anymore. This isn't a have to, this is a get to type of energy that we start to show up with now, right? Everything changes when you switch that mindset part and you start to show up with understanding the value in what you're doing each day. And so- I think that when you're starting out, you do need to put in that work and you do need to be willing to sacrifice some things to get what you want in your life. Because if it was easy, everyone would be a business owner today and be, you know, making millions of dollars, but you got to, you got to put in the work for, for what you're trying to create for yourself. It is. And I'm going to, I'm going to double, double click on that one, what he said and add that I understand like, we have the power of our phones that are instant gratification. You hit a button, you can get pizza delivered. You know, you hit a button, you can get your groceries delivered. And it's like success is not on one of these buttons over here. You can't get an app that's going to hit your success and you're going to be instant gratification. And that's today. I see the struggles with today is that people just don't want to wait to be successful. They want it now. They want it right, right now. And yeah. it's like, I know people, it's taken them 20 plus years and they finally made it, but they stuck through it. They stuck through it. So why do you think people end up quitting? Um, why do you think they end up quitting when you just said right now, you get to live the lifestyle you want, where they have the opportunity to follow their dreams, follow their passion, follow everything that they've envisioned in their life, but then they quit. I think it's because everybody's following this false narrative of what success is. And so we all are bombarded by absolute success in, on social media today. And we compare ourselves to that. I see somebody else crushing it who's doing a couple million dollars in their business. And then my business that's only bringing in, let's say, a couple thousand dollars, or maybe even you're just starting and you're not there yet. And you're like, ah. Oh, I'm not there yet. I've, I've been working at this. You know, somebody blew up on TikTok the other day and they're doing this now. And we're always comparing ourselves. And it's really about creating your own definition of success. And maybe in the first year of your business, success just looks like 
you get to do something that you care about and you don't have to work for that manager that you hated. And then maybe in the second year, it's okay. Now I get to do things that I get to work with the clients that I like to. And then in my third, fourth year, I start to like whatever it may be. It's all about creating your own definition of success because if we're constantly chasing somebody else's, we're never truly going to be happy. Well, you just, I mean, you well, well said because you, you know, you brought up success and I always say failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is a part of success. And I, and I do feel that uh, a, a lot of, a lot of us, including me, you know, back then it was scared to, to fail, scared to lose. Uh, I mean, you're, we're competitive, you know, I played sports, you played hockey. I am so competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hard to get out to compare yourself though. Think about it. It is. Hey, I'll say this, our boy Bryce, I was just yeah. in it with him. I played pool with that guy. He beat me probably 20 times in a row. And I was just every single time I lost, I was because he's really good. And every single time I lost, I was like, what did I just learn from that game? What is he doing? What did I not do right in that game? And so when we have these failures that happen in business, instead of beating ourselves up about it, it's about learning from all of these things and using that information that you have to go after the next thing. Like there was this one time in, um, that I'm thinking of specifically right now, it was when I was trying to host webinars online. And I'm sure a lot of people who are coaches that are listening, they might understand like trying to host webinars and stuff like that. I was hosting webinars that no one was showing up to for like a year and a half. And the first time somebody showed up to one truly, because my marketing was terrible, but the first time that I actually got somebody on there, it was my neighbor and I made him come to it. And every single time that I made a mistake along the way, I learned a new thing each time. And now I'm at the point where there's 50 plus people who show up to these things, but the failures were the things that I learned from that gave me that success down the road. And that's what made it so much better is that I worked for it and went over all of those hurdles to get there. Yes. And well done, Bryce, not taking it easy on David, dude. Yeah. I just got to throw that. He did not take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I'll share a quick story. My brother-in-law, Nick was taking tennis and I always wanted to play tennis, never played it. And the dude did not take it easy on me and whooped my ass probably for the first six months that we played, like six months. And then, as you said, I was watching him. I was watching every move. I was watching his little things. And then I started to win. And then we started to have competitive matches. But I didn't say, oh, I don't want to play anymore because you whooped my ass, even though he whooped my ass. It, but it, it, it's just, uh, I love the analogy because I ended up sticking through it, even though I was getting my ass handed to me each and every time I, you know, stuck through it and I got better. And I eventually, eventually, eventually ended up being able to compete with him. So I just love that story. And you just talking about that. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. So, but I wanted to ask you about success because, you know, you, my friend are very successful. You work with a lot of successful people, but like in today's world, today's world, because you, you just said, we got the distractions. We got a lot of like just shiny object syndromes. What do you feel is the key, key to success in today's world? The key to success in today's world. I feel like it's not judging yourself. I feel like that is maybe one of the things that I see I've struggled with. Maybe you struggled with that too. A lot of the people I work with struggle with, um, we're constantly judging ourselves. And I think that 
we need to start thinking about, hey, am, am I happy each day? Do I have healthy relationships in my life? Am I able to support myself and live the lifestyle that I want to live? And so the, the whole idea behind success is something that I've really seen kind of take a, take a turn almost with, with all of this technology that we have in today's world. And so it's coming back to that, that human side of us and understanding if we're truly happy with who we are, what we represent and the, the vibe that we put out into this world. Yeah, man. I, I love that you said about like judging yourself because I share, I just shared this with somebody just a couple of days ago and they kept on saying, I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. And they just kept on to say to the point where I said to them, if you don't trust yourself, what the heck makes you think your clients are going to trust you? Nope. Right or wrong. Like, so it's like, it, it comes back to if, you don't believe in yourself. There's no damn way I'm going to believe in you. So, David, I'm, I mean, I know I've been through. Yeah, share. I can see you're ready, ready to go. Share a story. Go. Like this whole idea behind leadership, too, at this point. Like, this is what I, one of the fundamental things I talk about in Learn to Lead is if you are not a leader for yourself first, how can you ever expect other people to support you and follow you, too? And it comes back to what you just said there, where it all comes back to doing things for ourselves first. And so if it's trust and things like that, how do we start to build that in our life? How do we start with small things that we know we can do to the point where we build competence in our abilities? And competence has that direct correlation to confidence in yourself. And so we want to build that competence. We want to believe that we're capable of doing things. We want to trust ourselves. And as we do that, we, we lift up our own spirit. We lift up our own energy. And that's when people start to go, hey, Amar, what are you doing? You're a, like, when I met you, dude, you were just like, I got on a call with this guy. And I was like, holy shit, I want more of that. Where is that coming from? And that's ultimately what we can do as leaders, right? We yes. can create that vibe, create that, that atmosphere almost around us that people want to be a part of. And that can bleed off into your business as well too, right? Now your employees are maybe doing things different. Now maybe your clients are starting to show up in a different way because you have that confidence in yourself and that conviction that you know what you're saying is true. Yeah, man. That, uh, yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that because one thing that you said that I feel is so important, but people don't want to talk about or talk about them because they feel like it's being cocky is having confidence. And mm. I, I personally feel that one of the key, key components of being successful is having confidence, knowing that you're fucking good. Like, I hate to say that that way, but I love to say it that way. Like, you got to know that you're good. Once again, if you start, I mean, you're a guy that, 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 that could be a little woo woo. So, I mean, affirmations, you know, affirmations can, you know, honestly help. But also what people don't realize is when you start doing that negative talk, it does the same effect as well. So share that, bro. Share. I love what you just brought up there. And I, I literally was just talking about this the other day. Um, there's a guy named Alex Ramosi. I'm sure yes. a lot of us heard about him. He says, you're not going to build confidence in yourself by shouting affirmations in the mirror. And so I love my affirmations. I say them all the time. But if I'm not backing that up with action, then I'm not showing myself that I am who I say I am. And your confidence is going to come from having that undeniable evidence that you are who you say you are. 
And so that's what we need to be working on is how do we build that evidence for ourselves so we can show up and I can come on to here and say things with this confidence. And a lot of people think that, hey, if I'm confident, I'm going to have a huge ego. Mm -hmm. And when I say want to have confidence in yourself, confidence is a good thing. But as soon as you start to put yourself above other people and think you're better than everybody, that's when the ego starts to come into play. And so be confident in yourself but never put yourself above other people. Now, yeah. I want to win and I'm showing up here to win. You bet, yeah, you bet that I'm showing up here and I'm not, I'm not going to be like soft or trying to do anything else like that, but I'm not winning at your expense. I'm not here to crush Amar. I'm not here to, to push you down. I want everybody to win, mm -hmm. but I need to be confident in myself if I'm going to be the one who wins too. You have to. I mean, you have to root for yourself as well. And I mean, and that's what it is. I mean, if you guys are not feeling the energy that's coming out right now from David and myself, I mean, this is this is just I, I love this. I love this, David. But now, as we wrap this up, and by the way, as I said, I, I just you are just an amazing, amazing human being. But I want you to talk because I know how quickly um, you're the last thing that you launched, like sold out and you had a waiting list. So talk about your new adventure about this lead to lead leaders, leaders to lead. But I said, learn to lead. Look at me. I'm, I'm saying it like 30 times, learn to lead. Um, and let everybody know right now who, who's the person right now that needs learn to lead. The person who needs to learn to lead right now is that person who has self-doubt within them. The person that doesn't believe in themselves, but they know that they're capable of doing something. I always hear people talk about, I want to create an impact in the world. And those are the people that, that I want to work with. Those are the people that I want to help bring that fire out of them because we're all here to do impactful things. We're here to impact in our own unique way. And so I want to help people come out of their shell and really start to believe in themselves and give them the entire game plan that they need to be the leader for themselves first, evolve who they are, and then ultimately lead for others down the road for their friends, their family, community, and in their professional life as well, too. Yes. And don't worry, we're going to have all that in the show notes. Uh, so David, where can they connect with you? Because once again, we'll put it all in the show notes. Uh, Please connect with me on Instagram at David Jaquetta. 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 That's how we say it. Um, I would love to hear if you um, if you listen to this episode and what you gained from it. Please send me a message on Instagram. That's my main platform. Um, and that's where I'm putting out most of my content right now. Awesome. David, thank you again. And I, and I do mean this from the bottom of my heart. You're one of the most realist, coolest, greatest guys that I know. And the fact that you go out there and you give and you are, you know, you surround yourself about people like Bryce. And it just, as I said, it, it, it just makes my heart happy that you join a community with people like Bryce and, and, and everybody else that you've met. And, you know, for us to still be connected after all these years, I just want to say, keep doing what you're doing. You're a freaking inspiration. And I freaking love you, brother. I love you too, brother. Thank you so much for having me. And you know that every time I get on one of these calls, my energy is just on another level when I talk. Now go, to Scott, go sign multiple clients, go close those deals. That's kind of what it is. Happening for both of us today. But my brother, I appreciate you so much. And I'm just grateful that we're connected. So thank you again. 
Of course, brother. And that's that. Thank you all so much for showing up and listening. Please make sure you click on the subscribe button so you never, ever miss out and share this with your family, friends, and tribes. And you think this is awesome, share it at Leaders Life Podcast on Instagram. We all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? Hope you all have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.